0: And it has been a very busy day. Happy Valentine's Day, Jeff. Happy Valentine's Day, Celeste. We exchange our gifts and uh, one of them is uh, sound effects, but we're not going to test that today.
1: <laughs> I know we'll, we will have to work up to that. But uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Also, I didn't get to say this earlier on, but uh, happy New Year. If you are celebrating the Lunar New Year, Gong Xi Fa Mom. And pop.
0: (laughs) So over the last few weeks, we have focused a lot on the public advocates race. But today, uh, we're going to look at a few different topics, of course, breaking news with Amazon today here in New York about Amazon pulling out from uh, its uh, second headquarters here that they were uh, envisioning opening up in Long Island City, Queens, but also what's been going on nationally with the uh, potential shutdown once again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's been uh, no shortage of news today. Uh, We did have the news about Amazon uh, deciding to... uh give up on its uh, second headquarters project in uh, Long Island City, Queens, and uh, there's obviously some uh, dispute about whether that's uh, good, bad, or indifferent in terms of uh, the tax breaks they wanted and the jobs that they were supposed to bring in. Uh, on the national scene, of course, we do have the uh, uh, the Senate and the House now going into action on uh, prev- a deal that would prevent uh, another, another federal shutdown. Uh, that uh, Will also come along with, or so the White House is saying, uh, uh, the president's uh, declaration of a national emergency in relation to the uh, the U.S.-Mexico border.
0: And uh, before we get to our first guest, I do want to let our listeners know that it is the winter fund drive here at WBAI. So if you're listening to the show, we'd encourage you to become a BAI buddy. The number to call to pledge is five one six six two zero. Three six zero two, or go to online to give to wbai.org. So with that, we'd like to bring on our very timely guest, uh, Celeste. If
1: you have a moment, I, I, you know, I do, I do, Jeff. Uh, I am uh, very happy to welcome to the program, uh, Congresswoman Yvette Clark,
0: oh. Uh Oh, we don't, ha- oh we, don't we, we don't have her right now. We okay. thought we did. We're well, hopefully she'll be able it. to Obviously, call back in a moment. Well. We know that it's very busy in Washington Oh, right my now. God.
1: I know. We're getting a little excited here. But there is seriously so much going on right now. Not to mention that on my way over uh, it, uh, to come to the studio, I got uh, – the White House sent over the results of the president's physical examination. how do he do? Uh, well, you know, actually, I can uh, I can tell you a little bit more about that. But, I mean, of course, his doctor says he's in the, uh, awesome, awesome health. Um, so that happened. Oh, yeah, and we also got a new attorney general sworn in. Something like that? It's been a very busy day. news day.
0: So we're going to take your calls as well during this hour. And the number, uh, please write this down. Uh, The number to call will be 212-209-288. I'm sorry, 288. 877. Uh, that is the number to call 212 209 2877. We want to know what you think of the president's actions today. We want to also know what you think of the Amazon deal. If you think that this is a, a good decision for them to uh, reconsider and not come to New York uh, in this capacity, uh, or, or if you think it was a what good decision, bad decision. Also, so uh, Celeste reached out to the mayor's office today to see if he'd be available to come on the show. and uh, Yeah,
1: they did say that they would like to have him on a future program, but that he was going to be up in Massachusetts today. And uh, the latest that we've seen is I believe he's going to discuss uh, some of this uh, this nonstop news uh, uh, during a speech or before or after a speech uh, that he's giving at Harvard. Obviously, uh, the you know, the big news of many things uh, going on with the mayor is uh, – the suggestion that he may run for president of the United States, Uh, something that uh, some people say obviously sounds a little, uh, uh, you know, a little far-fetched. To put it mildly, those obviously would be people who are not fans of the mayor. Uh, On the other hand, look, uh, you know, uh, Mayor de Blasio uh, was not always only involved in city government he does have some national organizing experience he does have experience in running and managing political campaigns uh long relationship with the clintons for example so uh it's not from what i've read some interesting analyses actually it's totally uh it's not out of uh out of the realm of possibility that uh he might actually be able to do okay in places like iowa uh you know early voting states uh uh, new hampshire and uh, i think we had uh we had talked about he was going to new hampshire he was headed to uh new hampshire he
0: was going to go to new hampshire uh and then it was reported earlier that uh, he had uh because of the uh, police officer who had been killed in the friendly fire i think that's what they're saying It right, is the right. friendly fire shootout that uh he was not going to go to new hampshire he had come under criticism before or for being out of town at uh, at another uh moment Right uh, in our in our city's history,
1: um, I would have to. Uh, I, we should double check, and I should actually do that while we're uh, on the air. But last, the last we had heard earlier was that uh, he had still gone to uh, still gone to Massachusetts. But you know that may uh, that may well have uh, changed since last we checked. Um, he did put out a statement earlier today on the Amazon decision, the decision uh, by Amazon to pull out of. Uh, settling its uh, second headquarters here in Long Island City uh, in Queens, which they said would have created something like 25,000 high-paying jobs, new jobs.
0: 25,000, and they were saying that over, I think it was about uh, 25 years, that it would generate about $27.5 billion in tax revenue. Right, uh, but
1: I think the, the rub was that people were concerned about what was going to happen to the community and also the fact that they were getting a massive tax break. And you heard people saying, look... Amazon is the biggest corporation, pretty much in the United States, run by the richest guy in at least in the United States, if not in the world. Uh, so, what does he need a tax break for? Now you can you can argue that back and forth. Like, look, they can. Uh, there were plenty of other places that wanted to compete for uh, Amazon headquarters, for those jobs, for that. Uh, you know economic development the ripple effect that that causes and uh you know maybe to be competitive new york had to offer something more than just uh you know all the amenities that we enjoy so you know Obviously, a lot of people, uh, including some uh, uh, local officials like uh, uh, Alexandria ocasio Cortez, new congresswoman represents uh, uh, Bronx and I believe, is that part of uh, part of Queens, right? Part of Queens. That's my right. district. Right, right, right. So, look, was uh, uh, quite adamantly against it. Um, so, just uh, just to wrap that uh, that that thought up, uh, yeah, I'll her- just give you the uh, the mayor's statement here. He says, "You have to be tough to make it in New York City." We gave Amazon the opportunity to be, a, to be a good neighbor and do business in the greatest city in the world. Instead of working with the community, Amazon threw away that opportunity. We have the best talent in the world, and every day we are growing a stronger and fairer economy for everyone. If Amazon can't recognize what that's worth, its competitors will.
0: And you mentioned Ocasio-Cortez. Her tweet that's gotten a lot of uh, pickup today was, uh, today was the day a group of dedicated, everyday New Yorkers and their neighbors defeated Amazon's corporate greed, its worker exploitation, and the power of the richest man in the world. As you can imagine, a number of elected officials Uh, have immediately weighed in when this decision uh, took place. I want to let our listeners know what our call-in line is because you know what, we've got time. Uh, call in at 212-209-2877 and let us know how you feel. One, one of the local council members in my neighboring district in Queens is uh, Jimmy Van Bramer, uh, and he's been extremely vocal on this. And And his statement, in fact, points to the uh, the concern about a lack of community involvement in the final decision as they put this deal together and he had said that when you talk to everybody involved when you consult with everybody involved and when you respect local elected officials and local communities you're far more likely to have a different outcome than when you intentionally and purposefully exclude everyone from knowing any details of the deal and that's kind of paramount in queens i've heard that and beyond queens Mm -hmm. so we have our first caller james or
1: is this our guest our first caller. Okay, we're going to take our first call. Great, uh, WBAI. You are on the air. What's your name and where you're from?
2: Uh, Mike from New York.
1: Okay, Mike. What's uh What's on your mind? Which of the uh, many pieces of news that we have going on do you want to talk about today?
2: I think it's kind of crazy what's going on in the in the country, where the loudest, you know, people that speak the most outrageous things get on the news and they become very popular, and that's what. Kind of the news media goes out to everybody, but that's not the way the majority of the people think. And because of the small population of of crazies, it comes out that New York is losing the number one largest company in the world's headquarters. Do you understand how insane that is?
1: Uh, well, certainly, there's a, a lot of uh, disagreement about uh, whether this was going to be the best deal for uh, for the city, for the state, for the neighborhood. There can't be there can't be a disagreement about it. Amazon was getting
2: four billion dollars in tax breaks. They're bringing in thirty billion dollars in revenue. There cannot be a disagreement about that. That is a net positive.
1: So, what do you think? Uh, so. Uh, before we uh, uh, take another caller, uh, what do you think is going to happen now that uh, that Amazon has uh, has decided to uh, to take its uh, well, football home two, and go?
2: There's going to be two things. Number one is New York is, beco- is becoming very unfriendly to businesses, and uh, and other businesses will look and say, look what Amazon Amazon doesn't want to come here. Why should I come here when we have such an unfriendly business structure? And number two, Amazon's going to say, okay, no problem. Thank you. I'll go to the neighborhood that does want to take me and take my 25 thousand-dollar jobs and thirty billion dollars of revenue. I mean, do you understand the insanity behind that? And all because of these small minorities of crazies like Cortez who do not understand how economics work and simply are doing it because they do not believe in capitalism, just the way she just, her main quote is, that they're trying mm. to exploit the workers that is the root of the problem
1: thank you mike really appreciate your call and we have uh, somebody else waiting on the line uh, again if you want to call in 212-209-2877 you're listening to driving forces with celeste katz and jeff simmons here on wbai 99.5 fm new york and streaming live at wbai.org uh, you're on the air where are you calling from what's your name
3: Uh, I'm in Manhattan right now. My name's Mario.
1: Okay, what's up, Mario?
3: Well, you know, when you go on hold, I can't hear the rest of the broadcast right now, but I did catch the beginning of the show, and you said that the people won uh, out with Jeff Bezos. I I don't know. I disagree. I think it had to do with other things. I mean, certainly the people's expression had, you know, voices something, and it shows something. I think it had a lot to do with this thing, with the emails and this other stuff. It's coming off the cusp of that. I think it was a lot of things. I don't think it was the people. Uh, he seemed really passionate about coming here. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't think that would have stopped the, this thing at all.
1: Um, so, so what do you think think's no. going to happen now that they're not coming here?
3: Probably going to go to Philadelphia.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then things will work out nicely. People get a lot of jobs. And that'll be that.
1: I think from what I uh from what I recall and thank you very much for your call, Mario. I I think from what I read, tell me if I'm wrong, that they were not going to seek an alternative location, right? They're You're just correct. gonna they're just gonna can the can the project. So interested to hear from people. Uh you know, what do you think uh would have been the benefit to the area and or were we were we getting hosed? Were we getting hosed by giving away all these tax breaks?
0: The, the statement from Amazon it said, quote, we do not intend to reopen the HQ two search at this time.
1: Right. Right. And uh, certainly there's a lot of development going on in that area. I think we have somebody else who wants to talk about it. Great. WBAI, you're on the air. Where are you calling from and what's your name?
3: Hi, my name is Tom Gretz. I run the Queen's Chamber of Commerce.
1: Hi, how are you?
3: I'm great. Up until uh, about 11 o'clock this morning.
1: Okay, so what's uh, from the Chamber of Commerce's uh, position? What's, uh, how are you feeling about this right now?
3: We've been an advocate for this project since the, since day one, even when the RFP went out a little over a year ago. And I got to tell you, my members are calling me all day long about what the heck happened and how could people ever think about pushing Amazon away and forcing them to make that decision to walk away from Queens in New York City today.
1: And. Uh- I'd read that there was actually quite a lot of uh, real estate activity going on in that area in uh, anticipation of Amazon coming in, particularly with uh, uh, condo sales, that uh, the market was was blowing up, essentially. Uh,
3: yeah, there was a lot of activity in the condo, in the condo area and land in general. Mm-hmm. But as importantly, maybe even more importantly, the small businesses. Um, we have a large number of diverse businesses, and they were chomping at the bit um, from the small mom-and-pops to the... Uh, to the coffee shops, to the food establishments and so on. And this is really going to hurt these folks because the the fact that we turn this away is just, it's unconscionable.
1: What is the difference maybe for people who are not as, uh, as familiar with the different kinds of developments we've heard, uh, you know, about large corporations coming in wanting to uh, settle in New York and sometimes they are welcomed and sometimes they are not. For example, uh, this dispute with Amazon. There was a dispute, as I recall, about Fresh Direct coming into the Bronx. There's a, been, there was a very longstanding uh, argument about uh, whether Walmart should be allowed to come into the city. What, what's the difference between something like Amazon and say something like Walmart?
3: In my, in my opinion, and, and that was the overwhelming majority of my members, 25,000 jobs. If people knew the efforts that people like myself and the other four chambers of commerce in the city of New York, the efforts that we put, to, put forth to keep small 25-member, 50-member employee organizations to stay in New York and not move south or to Connecticut or New Jersey, the fact that we had 25,000 jobs in our neighborhood so close to the Queensbridge houses and the Astoria Houses. Somebody needs to answer to this generation of young people over the next five, 10, 15 years about why did you let this opportunity escape us? There's always issues you can negotiate and figure out, but the adamacy of, of folks that said they didn't want to talk to it, it was a horrible deal, there's no negotiation, I think they really kind of forced Amazon's hand.
1: So if there was uh, one message that you could uh, put out to, uh, to Amazon right now now that they've uh, decided to uh, pack it in, uh, what would you tell them?
3: I would strongly urge them to take, a, I don't know, take a week, take a weekend, think about it, see if maybe cooler heads could ever prevail, maybe revisit it. I like to think that nothing is impossible. Um, getting them in the first place was kind of like Mission Impossible. Maybe they'll think about it, maybe they'll they'll look at the 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 the, um, the outpouring of support that is now coming from all quarters. Um, the press was lit up today. My phones were lit up. I mean, it's incredible, and maybe just maybe they'd reconsider. We could only hope for that.
1: Thank you so much for uh, for calling in to driving forces today. Really uh, appreciate your perspective. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And I believe we have another call. The
0: switchboard is lighting up with folks who want to weigh in today. Uh, You're on WBAI. What's your name? Where are you from? And what concerns you today?
4: Yes, uh, my name is uh, Arnold. I'm from Queens. And I cannot believe what I was hearing on WBAI. I mean, sometimes I wonder if some of these people were representatives of Amazon. The only thing Amazon would have done was help the oligarchy. Do you think they're going to employ people from Queensbridge houses to $150,000 jobs? All they were do- done and what they're about to do was increase the already exorbitant price of real estate in New York. The poor people, the working class, will have had no, no gain in this deal, except for probably Cuomo, And de Blasio, who who the knowledgeable know, are fake progressives. So So, my concession is, thank thank you, Jesus, you left.
1: (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you very much for your call. I really appreciate it. And that was a caller from Queens, which is the the borough and uh, specifically the neighborhood being Long Island City. Uh, that was affected by uh, this deal, uh, although there certainly would have been a ripple effect to uh, the surrounding area, and not necessarily all that ripple effect, or so the critics said, was going to be good. That it was going to put a real strain, for example, on uh, uh, Transport, public transportation, transportation which was is key. well. And you know, I mean, you know, you know what the transportation situation is like in Queens. Oh, no, I know what that seven train is like. Yeah,
0: um, and I I believe they talked about having what shuttle buses to take the employees back and forth. I know what the seven how rough that seven train can get and how crowded. That can get as you're getting to those last stops, heading right over into Manhattan, right. Uh, and that was that was a key concern among the folks that I had spoken with about transportation. But at the same time, I feel like neighborhoods adjust. This has always been my view. You know, neighborhoods adjust. Things, you know, move in, move out. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm pro gentrification or not, but I'm just, uh, you know, I've always I've watched the city evolve and how there are concerns and they get they get remedied. They get addressed.
1: Well, hopefully. I mean, that's presuming now that's presuming that uh, the the plans and the promises that we are given uh, when these things are set up actually come to fruition. I mean, right now, I'm personally trying to figure out what do I get first, the Second Avenue subway or my first Social Security check? And I'm really not sure I'm going to get either of them, to be honest with you. So it's a, a, a little bit uh, worrisome for me to uh, to be totally frank about it.
0: So uh, we've been talking about, of course, Amazon. And while there's a lot going on today, we want to just remind you of what our call-in number is. We're going to bring up our next guest in a moment. Uh, The call-in number is uh, 212-209-2877. So as we've talked about Amazon, uh, we invited a guest on to talk about the presidential poll, a recent poll, but uh, she's also... uh, Uh, Her uh, entity also has polled on Amazon. So, our next guest, our first main guest, is Mary Snow, a polling analyst for Quinnipiac University Poll and a former broadcast journalist uh, with years of experience on politics and the economy. Uh, Mary Snow, welcome to Driving Forces.
5: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So I know we initially had uh, booked you to talk about the presidential poll, but, you know, given the news on Amazon today, can you talk a little about what your uh, polling had found, uh, if people fit in New Yorkers had favored uh, Amazon coming here or not?
5: The Quinnipiac University poll found that New York City voters supported Amazon moving one of its headquarters to Long Island City. We did a citywide poll back in late november early december we found fifty seven percent supporting amazon coming to long island city and that included strong support in queens it was sixty percent however where we saw the numbers change a bit is when we specifically asked about the tax breaks and we asked whether or not you support or oppose the incentives that were offered to amazon we saw new yorkers really split on that question forty six percent support 44% opposed. But again, Queens showed support 55% and the Bronx was also in support 54. Uh, the Brooklyn and Manhattan showed more opposition to those incentives.
0: And what were some of the concerns that the polling showed? Like if it went to individual topics, uh, were there specific concerns that folks had?
5: It did go to individual topics. And we asked about concerns, um, and we saw that people were concerned about housing um, about transit quality of life so those were some of the concerns and there was one other question that we did put in there in that poll where we really saw very strong support we asked about the amazon deal being reviewed by the state not by new york city 79 percent overall and this was across the board say they felt that New York City should be more involved in the process, and that was the strongest answer we got on
0: anything. And, and that's one of the, uh, the common sentiments that Celeste and I have been seeing as far as the statements today talking about you know, that there should have been much more awareness, more people at the table as this moved ahead. Any other final thoughts on Amazon? Because I know uh, that we have other topics we want to ask you about. Any other findings from your poll?
5: One thing that we also asked about is um, the handling by Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio, how they handled the Amazon deal. They're often at odds. They came together on this deal. And we found that they both received low marks on the handling, 38% disapproving. Um, in the low 30s for approving, we should mention about 30% of people said they just didn't know enough to weigh in. But we did see that early on in this uh process just weeks after Amazon and the Amazon deal was announced
1: well it's interesting that uh, uh you bring up uh the the mayor excellent segue by the way Miriam glad to talk to you I remember your work very very well from uh on the trail uh when you were with CNN so it's uh, it's nice as to hear you, you thank know.
5: you Celeste and I remember your work as well and I'm happy to be with here today
1: Awesome. So yeah, going back to the mayor. Now, obviously, we happen to be at a point where they've just started to announce uh, debates for uh, Democratic uh, presidential candidates. And uh, uh, the mayor was supposed to be going up to New Hampshire. Uh, he did have to uh, uh, redigger his plans there. But uh, tell me a little bit more about what you're seeing in terms of, of Mayor de Blasio's approvals. Is there anything there? I know this is a, this is a poll of uh, New York, right? But uh, Is there any sort of national message we can get um, out of uh, your findings?
5: Well, you know, Celeste, interestingly, last month we did a statewide poll, and we gave New Yorkers statewide a list of five Democrats and posed the question, which candidate would make the best president? And Mayor de Blasio was on that list. He ranked fifth. He came in last, very low support across the board. And that was telling we, what? On that list, we should mention it was uh, Senator Gillibrand who had already announced that she was running, um, former Mayor Mike Bloomberg was um, interested, Governor Cuomo, Mayor de Blasio. But on that list, we also included Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, who is, everybody knows, too young to run for president, has, has not even mentioned it. But because she represents a progressive voice, uh, she's gotten so much national attention. We were trying to gauge what New Yorkers were looking for in a president, mm-hmm. in a candidate. And you know, Mayor de Blasio came in last in that list.
1: And do you think that is, uh, sometimes these things uh, can be, obviously, as you as you well know, uh, name ID, uh, you know, recognition of the, of the person uh, uh, can play into that at all? Or do you think this is really that people are familiar with all these names and they just just not feeling it.
5: One thing we saw, former Mayor Mike Bloomberg uh, ranked first on the list. And why did that happen? And this was all New York State voters. He had broader appeal, right? So he did well among Republicans, independents, and among Democrats. He virtually tied with Governor Cuomo. So that broader appeal helped him overall. And if you look at Mayor de Blasio's job approval ratings in New York City, um, he doesn't, he, there's always been, since he took office, a racial gap among New York City voters. And he hasn't, he has strong support among black voters and Hispanic voters, but among white voters, he does not. And that gap has persisted through his uh, term in office
1: and that and uh, i'm not saying necessarily that you could extrapolate that out but that does present kind of an interesting question about uh how he would do if he actually tried to jump into the uh, uh democratic primary for president considering that uh, obviously the first two states uh Iowa with its caucuses and uh New Hampshire with its primary both tend to be i believe overwhelmingly white states so i'm not sure if there's if there could be uh, anything we could Uh, You know, divine from that But uh, I'd be curious to know Right,
5: The the only thing that we do know Is that in in New York What we have seen Has been um, You know, this Steady gap Throughout his term So again Look, we take from that It's hard to say But what we've seen in New York Is is that has been One of his um, Consistent measures You know, on the plus side for uh, Mayor de Blasio, through the years, we have looked at personal traits. And for the most part, again, this fluctuates over the years. But when you ask voters about leadership, um, understanding their problems, honesty and trustworthiness, again, for the most part, um, he has had positive marks on those traits.
0: So, Mary, I'm just wondering, given the news today, obviously you can't play your hand, but I do want to ask, uh, in your next, you know, uh, next New York poll that you do, will you be, do you expect that you might be asking about how Amazon might impact the favorability ratings of the mayor and the governor? You
5: know, we just made it a policy not to talk about our <laughs> I, polls and
0: schedules. I'm sure that's not the answer that you wanted to hear. I, I had to ask. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, it, it, uh, I do want to point out because I called up the poll that uh, you know that Cuomo had the be- yeah the best favorability rating of 50 to 39 percent among New Yorkers possibly seeking the White House in this in this recent poll. Uh, So that's why I'm really curious to see what happens afterwards. So, you know, Celeste and I walked into the studio and there were so many and talked about all the news that's breaking today and how Amazon kind of uh, here at home is is dominating the coverage, but there's so much more going on nationally. Uh, Any other insights you'd like to provide? We didn't want to keep you on for too long. Any other insights about the most recent poll that you had done uh, regarding uh, the New Yorkers who have declared or potentially could declare or just you know the bold faced names uh, that people could might entertain at home that could be uh, could be potential uh, candidates
5: in that poll we did last month uh, statewide, they did notice Senator Gillibrand being the only one on that list who has confirmed that she is going to seek the Democratic nomination. Her New Yorkers were not as enthusiastic about her. Run or her presidential uh, bid, and when you take a look at um, just the wide margins when she was reelected in November compared to this poll, um, if you you know she had she just sailed to re-election in November, I think it was something like a thirty-point margin, um, but she did not her name did not really register in the the list that uh, we polled last
0: month. Oh, and how did uh, Donald Trump do as far as his uh, favorability in that poll?
5: Well, Donald Trump has continually. this is another constant, uh, his favorability in New York has remained low. And I don't have the number right in front of me, but I believe it, it has. it's just been stuck in a very narrow
1: uh i think we're yeah, yeah. we're, we're uh, pulling it up. i'll pull it up. yeah out we're
0: pulling from- it up as well because you know i what i've always enjoyed about quinnipiac uh and as celeste is calling this up uh Um, I just want to say what I've always enjoyed about Quinnipiac is following, you know, people's approval and disapproval ratings, uh, you know, where you're able to cite on your website over time so people can track how they compare, not just, you know, month to month or poll to poll, but throughout uh, time. How can people learn more about the polls that you do? Where should they go?
5: Well, Quinnipiac is a mouthful, but we made the website name a lot easier. It's poll.qu.edu. And you can also follow us
1: on Twitter, at Quinnipiac Poll. Yeah, actually, so we did just uh, dig that up here. And uh, just to uh, finish yep. that thought, uh, it says here, uh, New York state voters disapprove 67 to 29 percent of the job President Donald Trump is doing, compared to 57 to 36 percent disapproval July 19th. So, uh, yeah, not uh, not really climbing the ladder of popularity there. <laughs> no.
0: So, Mary, we'd like to thank you so much for joining me here on Driving Forces today and also for switching topics at the last minute uh, because of all the breaking Amazon news. Sure.
5: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And we will have you back again. Uh, we'd like to make this a regular feature uh, when you have your polls, especially when you tell us in advance, because I know you will. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> He's not kidding. Thanks. Thanks again. Thank
0: you. So I do want to remind our listeners, you are listening to WBAI.org ninety nine WBAI ninety nine point five FM. Also streaming live at WBAI.org. We are in the middle of the winter fund drive, so please call and pledge in the name of Driving Forces. The number to call is five one six six two zero three six zero two, or go online and you could donate at give to WBAI.org. Now if you are uh, at home and you or in the car, pull over, and let, would like to give us a call, the number where you can call and weigh in today is two one two. 209-2877. We have another guest coming up in about 10 minutes, but we really would like to take your calls and you could tell us how you feel about what's happened uh, with Amazon today, but also a little about what Mary Snow just talked about, the polling and the potential New York candidates or even the declared candidates for president and how you feel about them. The number to call is 212 212- Two zero nine two eight seven seven.
1: Yeah, I think that's very. I'm certainly interested in hearing from uh, from our listeners on either topic or both topics. You may have feelings about both Amazon and the mayor, uh, but uh, those things may be sort of a little bit intertwined. Very interesting because uh, there's a. Uh, certainly, some strong statements coming out today about Amazon from both the mayor and Governor Andrew Cuomo, who uh, has certainly been buzzed about for quite a while. Uh, whether or not, uh, I think he—I think the phrase was—he said that uh, God would have to strike him or something <laughs> like that for him to uh, to not finish his uh, his term as governor. Yeah, he said
0: he would change his name to Amazon Cuomo if they came here. Oh,
1: okay, right. Well, uh, I guess I guess that we're sticking with. Uh, uh, amc for now andrew andrew mark i believe is it um uh, (laughs) why do i know that um okay so but yeah i'm i'm very interested to know if people are excited about the idea of uh mayor de blasio uh talking about uh running for president um or whether they think that's just sort of uh you know just a little over the top. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting, I've covered, I've covered Mayor de Blasio for quite, quite a long time back when he was a councilman, when he ran for speaker, they ran for public advocate, he ran for mayor, uh, you know, seen his, uh, his evolution as -hmm. a politician. And, uh, you know, he, did, you know, whatever you think of him uh, as the executive now, he did, in a very crowded field, managed to maximize uh, what he had in the uh, his first run for mayor, and he ran a smart race. He, he saw, you know, he, he's seen his opportunities, and he took them, as they, uh, as they would say.
0: So I believe we have another caller. Oh, great. Um, w- welcome to WBAI's Driving Forces. What's your name and where are you from?
6: Hi, I'm calling from Scott. Scott calling from Peekskill, New York.
0: Hey, Scott, what's on your mind?
6: Well, in regard to um, Amazon, I am ecstatic that they were defeated. Because I have a friend and his wife, a friend of mine and his wife, they live in Seattle. And that's where Amazon was big then. And they caused massive displacement. You know, people, uh, They destroyed small businesses in Seattle.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: So... I'm glad that they were defeated. I think it would have been a disaster if they would have set up shop here, uh, Amazon. And I'm glad he's got a little blo- a bloody a bloody eye to uh, Bezos. I think that's a good thing.
1: uh, what's, uh what is it about Bezos that uh, that uh, well he's the,
6: he's one of the richest, maybe the richest man in the world, and I think it's time that these oligarchs uh, you know it's time for their defeat
1: okay well uh that's an interesting point. Thank you very much for your call and that's I think that's the second person actually who's used the word oligarch yeah if, if i'm if I'm not mistaken, which is sort of interesting compared to sort of the original the original meaning of that word and then sort of the more uh, more recent usage uh having to do with uh uh, Russia, actually. Interesting uh, interesting choice of words there. But, uh, so, uh,
0: yeah, and I know we've got another caller, but one thing he mentions, the uh, the business owners. And I mm. uh, just had read on Associated Press that there was a quote from one business owner that she had been considering moving out before Amazon moved in. But, quote, now that they're not coming, I'm more likely to stay and see how the neighborhood continues to grow and evolve in a more er- organic fashion. Hmm. So we're hearing, you know, views on each side. I believe we have another caller? Welcome to uh, WBAI's Driving Forces with Celeste and Jeff. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, George from Jersey. How are you? Hey, George. What's on your mind today? Not much, but I might as well touch up on that oligarch thing. What
4: is the difference between kings of old, land barons of old, and internet barons of new, and, uh, you know, the... uh, you know, the uh, the keepers of the, the, the grain now and, and the keepers of the food and the pharmacy now. I mean, when we give these people billions and billions of dollars, don't we give up all our freedom, basically, in this horse generation where we can show you know, politics and everything else? I mean, is there any difference between kings and a very rich man? Is what I'm getting at, an oligarch or a baron, and the same power that he had then to influence everybody in his, you know, through threat of uh, food starvation or whatever. I don't see much of a difference. It's just been smashed, you know, smoothed over, you know, glossed over as such an uh, achievement of these individuals. You know what I mean? It was a great achievement by these guys to conquer us. So, Am I missing something?
1: Well, just I'm just out of, out of curiosity. For example, uh, Mike Bloomberg is a guy who's talking about running for president. He's got a, you know, he's got a couple of bucks, from what I understand. But he is also known for uh, philanthropy. He's certainly a, an ex- exceptionally wealthy person, but he also uh, has donated money for uh, education to improve diversity in education. He has built uh, hospitals. He has contributed to public health programs and so on. So I'm just curious. Um, you know, rich guys, do you think that there's something that you they could do for the community? Would you like to something specific that you'd like to see them do for the community? Yeah,
4: bet, yeah, I'd them to give back the power that we foolishly gave them by giving them all this money, and we give them all this fame. And you know, Mike Bloomberg, for what I can see, basically cornered the free market and had a look at the free market. And if you didn't buy into his his Bloomberg report, you didn't get to see the free market. So he's rich because he cornered the free market. That's not a good, noble thing. That's not something that we should be celebrating. Somebody that capitalizes and monopolizes the internet or shipping and receiving, UPS and all that stuff, that's not necessarily a great feat. That feat's been around for thousands of years, for 4,000 years, people have been able to amass great fortunes on shipping and entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. stuff. That's Mm -hmm. no
1: new feat. so i uh, certainly uh, appreciate it thank you very much and that's you know that's that's kind of an interesting point we're talking about people who have uh, uh, exceptional wealth and uh should that be um i guess the question is can you separate the man uh in this case jeff bezos from the company amazon uh you know uh, bezos for example as we know uh, owns uh, uh the Washington Post, but from what I can tell, you know, the people there seem to, uh, generally have enjoyed, uh, investment in the, uh, in the company, in the, uh, in the publishing, uh, company without very much interference. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, there sometimes seems to be a, a conflation or an association of, uh, of, um, the person running the company and the person, uh, who is, uh, uh, and the company itself, I should say, the, the corporate entity, uh, which is kind of an, an interesting question for me. I don't know. I mean, do you think you could, can you separate those two things out? And, you know, here's another question for you. OK, now that Amazon isn't going to be coming, supposedly not going to be coming to New York. Uh, What do you think is going to happen in Queens? Where uh, where are we going to generate some uh, economic activity and, uh, you know, breathe some life into that uh, into that area of Queens?
0: And what's what's really interesting is one of the stories that cropped up almost immediately that uh, uh, was by Bloomberg News, but uh, I saw it on Cranes Mm -hmm. was as the finger pointing begins, just that the Long Island City brokers. Are despairing about the
1: impact. Wow, you know that's a, again that's a thing that we were talking about a little bit earlier with what uh, uh, was the gentleman from uh, the Queen's Chamber of Commerce that there was a, a surge of activity, uh, and we're not talking about uh, we're not talking about uh, you know a little a little uh, tiny studio here that uh, uh, you know. That you could throw around a couple of bucks and get. We're talking about multi-million-dollar condo apartments, and people actually, uh, you know, going from sort of some interest to, you know brawling over this fighting to spend millions of dollars on one apartment that is uh if you remember what long island city looked like you know some years ago uh you know way back like not even that oh, far it's back it's been a dramatic turnaround it's completely different i mean i worked at, i worked in queens personally when i uh, first came to the daily news and our uh, headquarters was in forest hills but we used to go out and cover a lot of the neighborhoods and you see like long island city uh college point i mean what what was There's you know mm-hmm. what was going on there there. And now it's you know Queens has really, really changed. It's way past, uh, way past anything that that we saw at that time. Just, just totally, uh, totally reborn in some places, but unfortunately not in others. So as we talk about this, uh, there have been
0: a number of folks who've come out in favor, in support, uh, and, and those who've been extremely concerned uh, about you know why. Amazon has suddenly like, you know, pulled the rug out. Why do they, you know, go down immediately today and defeat? And one of those who has a very strong opinion about today's announcement is Eric Ulrich, Ulrich? Eric Ulrich. Eric Ulrich, who I've never had the pleasure of talking with or meeting until uh, this call today. So I'm sorry I butchered your name, Eric. Uh, Thank you for joining us here. Oh, you are uh, the New York City Council member representing the 32nd district in the city?
1: Yeah, in Queens, uh, uh, notably uh, for the city council, a Republican, and uh, I believe now uh, seeking the office of public advocate. In a uh, a nonpartisan election where everyone gets to make up their uh, their own party line, name so uh councilman's pleasure to have you on the program it's been a while
7: thank you thank you so much the pleasure is mine
1: so uh what do you i, I read your statement a little bit earlier but maybe for our our listeners here at wbai what's your take on uh, amazon uh, taking a hike
7: well i think amazon had big plans to come to queens and we blew it basically um this is the only city that looks a gift horse in the mouth and kicks it in the teeth. Twenty-five thousand good-paying jobs, economic development, investing in the community—you uh, know, you name it. Amazon was ready to roll out the red carpet to win over the hearts and minds of even its biggest detractors, and we chased them out of town. And and we—I think in doing so, we're sending a terrible message to other companies that might be considering moving to New York City that we are not open for business we are not business friendly and that we have the most unreasonable demands possible uh, that that would keep those companies away so I, I think it's a I think it's a defeat the other folks who are running for public advocate and some of the electeds in Queens they're doing a victory lap they're, they're actually like praising the fact that we chased Amazon out of town I think this is this is terrible bad day for the city of New York
0: who do you most feel led to this decision? What group or what organization or person? Who do you think is it? You know, some will say to credit, others will say to blame.
7: Well, I, I think to blame, first and foremost, is uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, uh, Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. This was uh, something that I think uh, she really. Uh, lit the spark on uh, you know she claims that it was organic coming from the community I saw her responses on Twitter today uh, I think that's ridiculous um, you know it's some of her it's her and, and and some of her that didn't want Amazon from day one no matter what they were gonna come to the table with and uh, then they made it about the Union issue I think it had less to do with unions and more to do with the fact that they didn't have a seat at the negotiating table Uh, It really became uh, a back and forth between them and the governor and the mayor. Um, And this has come up in some of the candidate forums, interestingly enough. Uh, But, again, I'm the only one that's supporting Amazon. And the Quinnipiac poll, the Siena College poll, every public opinion poll that we've seen, by and large, people support Amazon. They're Amazon consumers. They're customers. They like the fact that they want to create thousands of new jobs for city residents. And uh, But a handful of elected officials who felt slighted by the governor and the mayor decided that they were going to do everything in their power to discourage Amazon and to chase them out of town. And I think we're at a major loss. They didn't have another company, by the way. They didn't have an alternative. You know, they don't have another way to create 25,000 jobs with an average salary of $150,000 each. And some of the things that were coming out of, out of those folks was pretty ridiculous in the past couple of weeks. And you know it's really no surprise. I, I'm very disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Amazon packed up and left because what do they need to deal with all this harassment for? Why, why do they need to be treated this way? They can go to they're going to go to Newark or any other city, and 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 they're going to welcome them with open arms and hire all of those citizens and all of those residents. We lost out. This is a loss for Queens and a loss for the city of New York.
0: And what's so interesting, you know, in talking about also Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the progressive movement. And I'm also wondering whether, uh, you know, a number of electeds felt, I don't want to have to deal with a lot of the, you know, pushback and the pressure from, you know, the progressives at this point. So I'm just going to, you know, uh, draw a line in the sand. We don't want them here anymore because I don't want to get protested. I don't need, you know, I don't need any of this. Do you think that was a key factor as well?
7: I think the fear factor definitely had something to do with it. And I think that the, Uh, Previous election results. There were a number of incumbents who lost their re-elections. People were probably scared out of their wits. But you know, sometimes you've got to do what you think is right, irrespective of the political consequences. And when the public opinions show, by and large, people are supportive of Amazon. Democrats are supportive. People of color are supportive of Amazon. Queens residents are supportive of Amazon uh, opening up shop in New York City. You know, they should have taken that and and not paid too much attention of the trolls on Twitter who want to harass everybody about not being liberal enough. It's just, it, it just boggles the mind that, that we're even in this position, that we would just kiss away 25,000 jobs and economic development and tax revenue. You know, everybody likes to talk about the subsidies and the billion-dollar giveaways. These are as of right Incentives that would go to any company that would relocate to one of the outer boroughs. They were comparing it to Google. Google didn't go to the outer boroughs. Google went to Manhattan. The the package that was offered to Amazon would be offered to virtually any other large company that would come here with a guarantee or a commitment of creating new jobs. And we we slammed the door in their face. I, I just I, I I just don't know what planet I'm living on anymore.
1: Uh, well, we are. I guess we'll be living on the uh, non-Amazon in uh, Long Island City planet, unless something uh, something drastic happens and they reconsider. But let me just ask you this. And again, if you're just joining us, this is WBAI ninety-nine point five FM and streaming live on WBAI dot org. I'm Celeste Katz here with Jeff Simmons. You're listening to Driving Forces, and our guest is Councilman Eric Ulrich of Queens, and we are talking about Amazon pulling out. So. Councilman, uh, you know, I completely understand. Look, there was a lot of political pressure here that was uh, um, that was applied uh, to to derail this deal or to alter this deal or make it out like like uh, it was a bunch of, uh, you know, that it was highway robbery. We were the, the state was given away too much. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, uh, do you think there's any. Do you think there was any hope of doing this without giving away such large subsidies? I understand that we have to uh, work hard to attract businesses that may have uh, other, uh, you know, uh, other localities breathing down their necks uh, to locate there. But I mean, was there was there any sort of middle ground? Did it have to be this way?
7: This was a competition. Amazon basically put it out there and they shopped it around and then they decided that New York was going to offer them. You know, the best deal. This is, this is how business works. This is how the capitalist system works. This isn't uh, the mayor's, you know, the money's in the wrong hand system of government here, okay? Socialist system of government. The fact that we would just turn away all of these jobs and all of the benefits because people were so concerned about the tax incentives that they were being offered, that, by the way, Celeste, to be fair, yeah, over 10 or 15 years would be paid back in spades. Let's be honest, and all of the tax revenue that would be generated as a result of this project, the three billion dollars would be insignificant. okay? And half the people that are against Amazon coming to Queens, they're probably Amazon customers, prime members ordering things, same day uh, delivery. It's just it's so hypocritical that uh, some of these people and 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 you know what, Look, for the ones that are concerned about community input and infrastructure, I get it. I'm a member of the council. I'm all for community-based development. But I think a lot of this had to do with the fact that they did not have a seat at the negotiating table. They were intent on killing Amazon from day one. Even if Amazon agreed to almost every one of their demands, they were never going to get on board with Amazon because it's just not in their DNA. They're driven ideologically, not practically and they don't have common sense.
1: Well, as somebody, who, as somebody who represents the borough and is familiar with it, and you've been you know, in government for some years, I've covered you since way back when I was at the Daily News, I mean, do you think there was any... Uh, what did you say to people who who might come to you as a representative and say, look, I understand that this is going to mean some really uh, high-paying jobs, uh, this is going to mean uh, ripple effect, uh, you know, spending in the area on on businesses and and so on, but what about the people who are in that area? now worrying about getting pushed out and the place getting gentrified and having nowhere to go. Where do those people go? What do you say to those people?
7: Gentrification is a real issue and displacement is a real issue. We have an affordability crisis in this city. It's not just in western Queens. It's all over the five boroughs. We just don't have enough affordable housing. Rents are going up. The cost of living is going up. That's why it means so much more to have good paying jobs. The government's not handing out $150,000 checks to everybody. Amazon was going to come here and, and provide uh, good-paying jobs to people to rate, help them afford to stay in the city. I, I do think that what's really disappointing here, and I, and I said this in my quote earlier today, you know, was the fact that, you know, the loud voices of a few people, a few elected officials, okay, could drown out the opportunity for a better life for so many, for the For for the populace, for the people in general that are starving for good-paying jobs, I I don't understand what rationale could be used to say like what happened today is okay and we you know we should celebrate this Mm. you know if people wanted to make the deal better Celeste Mm -hmm. they had every opportunity to because quite frankly they won the media war and they won over all of the coverage with respect to the criticisms criticisms of Amazon. Amazon was over a barrel. They probably would have bent over backwards to buy everybody off and make everybody happy. But once they decided to pack up and leave, Mm -hmm. we lost all ability to negotiate on behalf of the community. So now, no jobs, no 600-seat school in western Queens, no economic development, no enhancements for public infrastructure, Mm -hmm. no nothing. We got zero. We lost on this. Big time. They're not coming back.
1: So, Councilman, if people want to find out more about you and your positioning on this issue, where can uh, where can our listeners go?
7: They can go to my website, ericulrich.nyc, E-R-I-C-U-L-R-I-C-H dot i I'm running for public advocate on Tuesday, February 26th in the nonpartisan special election. And I'd be honored to have the votes of your listeners uh, who want someone with common sense and someone who's going to stand up to Mayor de Blasio. That's my platform Eric Ulrich.nyc. You can find out all about me.
1: Okay. Thank you, Councilman, for uh, for joining us today. That was uh, Eric Ulrich, Councilman from Queens and uh, candidate for New York City Public Advocate.
0: Thank you so much for joining uh, Celeste Katz and me here, uh, Jeff Simmons, here on uh, Driving Forces on WBAI 99.5 FM. We'll see you next week.
7: On WBAI at 6 o'clock we have the evening news followed with a law disorder special fundraising special with Chris Hedges and then two hours of the joy of resistance and their own fundraising special. Stay with us on WBAI.
4: WBAI now. Tired of pesky programs interrupting our fascinating fundraising drives? No problem. Don't touch that dial. We can sell you conspiracies and miracle cures till the sun goes supernova. Or you can help WBAI again become a station known for programs, not just products. How? Thought you'd never ask. Become a BAI buddy. That's a minimum $10 a month donation for each of the next 12 months. Help end the heartbreak of psoriasis cures and other lotions, potions, and nostrums sold on the radio. By sending us money to make radio, go to WBAI.org, our website, and become a BAI buddy. Well, I don't know.
0: I'm Lionel Lugo, resident of Harlem. I'm Daniel Villa. Saturday, February 16th at the Cayuga Center on 125th Street, we are organizing a demonstration to protest against the state-sponsored child abuse and kidnapping of the Trump administration. More or less 1,000 missing kids that were separated from the parents and they're not able to track them.
7: We're going to be at 125th Street right off Broadway protesting in front of the Cayuga Centers. The Cayuga Centers have received over $28 million from the federal government in order to continue separating migrant children from their families. We think that this is a crime and we think that these children should be returned to their families.
0: This is this coming Saturday, February 16th at the Cayuga Center on 125th Street, 12 noon. The center is
1: also facing all broader. Join me for a Heart of Mind special, Spirit Power. Saturday, February 16th, from noon till 2 p.m., I'm Katherine Davis. We feature the work of Benin author Frank Alapini on Divine Humanism and peer into spiritual mysteries, ancient and future. Are you ready to awaken the divine mystic in you? That's a special Heart of Mind, Saturday, February 16th, from noon till 2 p.m. Over WBAI in New York, 99.5 FM, WBAI.org. Come to the river.
4: Joy of resistance. We're sisters of the joy of resistance.
2: Do communists have better sex? This is one of the questions Joy of Resistance will attempt to answer on our expanded Valentine's Day show this Thursday between 7 and 9 p.m. And it is the name of a documentary that we will be offering you that compares the different approaches to sex on the east and west sides of the Berlin Wall during the Cold War. And we'll feature a live interview with
7: Jenny Brown.